This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Tisha Marie Pelletier, international speaker, business mentor, author, host of Success Over Struggle podcast, social connector, and president and CEO of Tisha Marie Enterprises, LLC. Find out how Tisha is making the social connection her priority. Join me as I celebrate Tisha as an everyday leader who is changing the world. Start your personal growth journey today where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com. Register for personal growth and development classes so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives and become a leader that can change the world. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50. Tisha Marie Pelletier, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Everyday Leaders. Thank you, Melanie. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, this is so awesome. You are a podcaster as well. And I have to just celebrate that because everybody is saying, I can do a podcast. And you're like, yeah, well, you got to have a theme and you've got to really be uh, consistently showing up for it. And you are one to be celebrated. So thank you for coming on. And and I can't wait to kind of share Uh, the things that you've overcome, success over struggles tonight. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And you know, success over struggle is actually the name of my podcast. So I feel like I'm in good company. (laughs) That's right. Well, I always tell people, right, it's about um, overcoming obstacles. This is why I created the platform of Everyday Leaders, because I felt like there were so many people in the world that were saying, well, I have done things in my life, but I really, I don't necessarily think that that's great or that I've accomplished anything. And, you know, Mm. as you and I know, that is exactly what it's about (laughs) because, you know, if you can really understand how you can move forward in your life with those one steps, then, then you can be successful in everything that Mm -hmm. you do. So, um, so thanks for coming on and sharing your story tonight. Of course. Absolutely. Oh, Ask away, Melanie. Ask Ask away. (laughs) (laughs) So we met through a personal friend, David McGlennon. So shout out to David McGlennon. Shout Uh, out to David. Yes, for connecting us. (laughs) And in the Y Institute, you're also kind of, you know, circling around um, this whole idea Mm -hmm. of the why. And, And I think, you know, to start this off, 
tell us about your why and why you are where you are. What's motivating you right now in your life? Sure. Well, I went through the Y Institute and I I already had a good idea of what my why was, but it was so good to be able to go through a process, Melanie, and solidify why that is. And my why is to contribute. Mm -hmm. And so what really drives me is really helping people, building community, showing up authentically and adding positivity to the lives of others. So always making that positive impact. Even earlier on in the, you know, before we got on the show, you talked about adding value. And that is actually my word of the year. I always come out with, this is my word. And value is something that really means a lot to me. I have um, gone into different events and, you know, business endeavors. And sometimes when you don't see the value, it's a little hard to take. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, I always want to make sure that I'm showing up and I'm giving the most value that I can while helping people move forward faster and start to grow and get out of their own headspace. We talked about mindset too. Mm. Mindset's a big thing. It's like, oh, I see so many people with the whole analysis paralysis mindset. It's like, oh my gosh, if I could just move you, if mm-hmm. we could just move together, then then it's it's going to be fine. We're going to be we're going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about when you changed your mindset. What was it like before? And what made you kind of pivot? Sure. Well, I'm reminded of when I was, um, I like to call it my midlife crisis, or <laughs> as David McGlennon put it so beautifully, <laughs> shout out again to David, yeah. but he said in a live stream we did with him, he called it a midlife awakening. And I love that word because I'm so much more about the positive spin to things versus the, you know, the negative. And what, what really, you know, dawned on me in this time is I was running three businesses simultaneously in my thirties and had two young children. And I was leading all sorts of women in this mom entrepreneurs group. And I remember back in 2015, hosting this event that I planned, emceed, crowdfunded, everything and just feeling like it wasn't really my time anymore to do it have you ever had that feeling where you just your heart your head they're just they're just in different places Mm -hmm. and I remember being in a bookstore up in Huntington Beach in California and just crying just crying in the bookstore going I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to be I don't know if this is my purpose anymore I think it served its purpose for me and now it's time to move on and the thing is, I think that that's, that's a breakthrough in and of itself, but then it's realizing that I need help to figure out what's my next move. You know, I can't do this alone. So asking for help, I ended up um, getting a business coach and and just, I remember just, I'm like, just give me the tissues. <laughs> this is going to be a journey. And she's just great at, she's like, I got the tissues. I know this is hard. And it's, it's through those uncomfortable moments that we really grow as individuals. And at the time I was telling her how I was really, I didn't want to go back to the businesses I had. I felt like it it had run its course and I wasn't as passionate. And I think that if you're going to be in business, you have to have passion behind what you do or you start to grow complacent and stagnant. And I remember at that time, Melanie, she said, well, the best thing you can do is to come out with a personal brand. (laughs) And I just... I was like, no, that's not the answer. <laughs> like, I, I really fought her hard on that. And she explained to me over the course of the next few months why that was the best solution for me. But I was so hesitant 
because I didn't want to put my face out as the brand. I was really comfortable of hiding behind the entities that I had created. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. I know a lot of us, we struggle with personal branding. We struggle with putting our face out in the forefront because of self-worth, the confidence, self-esteem, you know, am I going to be judged? And it took me about four months or so to really wrap my head around her idea. And the one thing that she said that really made sense is, Tisha, you like to really pivot. You like to challenge yourself. And this is the this is the opportunity where you get to do that. You get to use your brand as the umbrella and then you get to pirouette. That's a new word I learned for pivot. Um, <laughs> pirouette underneath your umbrella and challenge yourself. And, you know, if you don't want to do something anymore, take it away. If you want to add something to your plate, add it, you know, and, and that gave me so much freedom and flexibility to say, I like this idea. I like this idea of being able to try new things, but not being married to them as if they were the name of the entity. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was a major breakthrough for me. And I've been on that trajectory, um, I would say since 2016, you know, give and take with some things that have happened, but, uh, but yeah, still, still building and still growing in that, in that way. You know, I love that you talk about this, just having the freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Having the freedom and giving yourself permission to say, whatever I see, I can change that. And it's okay. I, I don't have to like be in this box and it's not linear. I can move it. I can change it. I can add to it. It's okay. It's my brand. So I have full control over it. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people are looking for in their regular life, right? We go to an, a nine to five job and we say, well, this is my job description. So this is how I fit in. This is all the things that I control in my environment. Right. But yet you really don't have control, <laughs> right? Everybody else has right. that control over you. And right. so starting a business as an entrepreneur, it is so different that mindset to say, great, if you are afraid of anything, it is taking that the whole different approach to say, I can do this and I can change it and I can tweak it. It's like building a house, right? The uh -huh. foundation is whatever you see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And as you mentioned, I, I think that, you know, I felt so comfortable and I, you know, being comfortable hiding behind the entity, but I, what you just mentioned is so many of us hide behind our title and we think that that's our identity. And for me, I had an event planning company. And by the end, I was like, I never want to plan another event in my life. <laughs> like I was just tired of it. And so for me to keep being known as, oh, she's the event planner. I'm like, no, I'm not the event planner. I don't want to be the event planner. And now what's my next move? And so it was very eye-opening to me to just say, I'm just, I'm Tisha and this is what I'm doing and follow along the journey. And, and I started to really grow in confidence around the time that uh, I had this coach. She also had me take a Myers-Briggs test. I mean, we've all taken these personality tests and honestly it was, it was the results were just glaring at me in the face because it said I was a people pleaser. I cared a lot about what other people thought. I really tried to say yes to every opportunity, even if it wasn't a fit. So, it, you know, I, and I knew all of those things, Melanie, I was sacrificing time with my family, my faith, my health, all of these things for other people. And as soon as I got that, as I mentioned, it was just a big gut check <laughs> of, I don't want to be this person anymore. And now that I know that I am this person, how can I change that? Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say without a doubt, 
that I am living my best life because I am no longer people-pleasing. I no longer care about what other people think about me because I know the right people are attracted to the authenticity and for me showing up the way I do. Mm, Say that again. That's really important. That's really important. (laughs) If you've heard nothing else on this podcast, get out your journal and write this down. Yes, it's all about showing up authentically. And it's it's about releasing that expectation that everyone is going to like you, love you. I've already given that up. I know that's not true. What I do know is that when I put something out that speaks to me and is intentional, then that's what draws the right people to me. And those are the connections, the real connections that I live for in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 so it's so key to understand that, you know, it's nobody's gonna not everybody is going to like you like that's that's a really big big lesson it's a really big lesson because we let those opinions or beliefs right let's talk about beliefs beliefs Mm -hmm. influence every decision that happens to us for our families for our jobs for our opportunities for our vacations and so talk to me about your inner circle of influence so I am big into having mentors. And I think I think that if anyone says that they don't have a coach or a mentor going, going through life with them, then they're really missing out. They really truly are because the mentors that I found in my life actually came as a result of hosting my Success Over Struggle podcast. Mm-hmm. And prior to hosting the podcast, it was actually a live panel. So I started it as an event here in Phoenix called Social Connect because I hate networking, Melanie. I just hate the thought of networking. And here in Arizona, we are inundated. I mean, chambers, mixers, referral groups. I mean, you probably have that too in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And I go and it's so not authentic. There's no genuine vibe. It's, It's business card pushing and, you know, no follow through and what's in it for me mentality. And I was like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember when I, I, I just, I, I just reached my limit. You reach that breaking point and you're like, I want to be the alternative. I want to be the alternative to what's out there. And I, I ended up launching this whole event called social connect. And I was very just adamant about rules being in place because I'm like, I know there are people that despise networking as much as I do. And I want to give them a place to go to where they can still meet genuine people where conversations are king, where people can be inspired by peers in their industry that are, you know, that also have success over struggle. You know, they've had those obstacles and it's more about building relationships and not transactions. Mm-hmm. And, and I even said, no business cards allowed. There'll be no pitching, no recruiting, no asking people out on dates, you know, all those <laughs> things that, that you see. I in fact had like a rule list that I put up at the front door and my front desk gal that does all the registration, she's like, Tisha, I can spot them miles away if they think this is a typical networking event because they have their box of business cards. Mm-hmm. And I said, not here. That's that's <laughs> not here. And so it's funny because I call it like my fight club rules. You know, it's like the movie, The Fight Club. Yeah. Of, of, you know, if, if you abide by these rules, you can go in. And if you don't, this isn't the place for you because you will actually look like the fool you know Mm -hmm. because everybody else knows that this is not what you do here like I've made it very clear and to me that's that's being a leader it's it's you know it's letting people know and communicating what we're doing here Mm -hmm. and 
anyway, so back to your question, I know that was a long winded (laughs) question and answer, but, um, because I've been approaching a lot of entrepreneurs to be on my panel and then on my podcast, I found so many great mentors as a result who became such great friends that they're always checking in on me. I know I can count on them and I can go to them when I have a struggle or when I have an obstacle and, you know, who are constantly pushing me. And that is, is so key for me. And they're everyday, everyday leaders, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, just like your podcast suggests Mm -hmm. they're, they're not, they're not influencers on social media. They're definitely not celebrities, but you know, they're doing some amazing things. And those are the people that I I really look up to. And I really admire for, for always pushing me through. Well, and you just made a great point. You know, it doesn't have to be somebody that you look at on social media and say, Oh my gosh, they could probably really help me because they have a million people following them. Right. Sometimes it's right in front of you. It's, it's those people that have made you think one thing differently to pivot, to either add value to your life, to change mm-hmm. your belief, to give you an idea to think, I might be able to do that if I just did A, B, and C, right? And those are the ones that I, I agree with you, having the, the ability to have a platform and then bring people in, you really do become this bond and you kind mm-hmm. of start your journey of okay, now I know your story. How can we add value to each other to then collaborate to contribute bigger? Because <laughs> contributes my why too. So. <laughs> yeah, I figured, I figured all of us contributes yeah. together. Oh, poor Dan. <laughs> 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 Got to give a shout out to Dan as well from I the Y Institute. Shout out to Dan. <laughs> yes, because th- that really is about finding your journey and you know, so much sadness has happened through COVID-19. And I think, you know, to touch on that, to give people a little bit of energy on if they're feeling really struggled and just zoomed out, you know, I love that term zoomed out because we all Mm -hmm. are, we show Uh, up, you know, in our pajamas on the bottom and we're dressed up on the top with our pearls. And then we say, (laughs) you know, we're like, okay, I'm here. That's the honest truth. (laughs) Right. And you, and you pay attention, but it is a different type of an attention span because you really have to you know, understand you're watching so many other people where normally at work or in a boardroom, you're looking at one person. And now you've got 20 people or 15 people, however big your group is. And you're just, Mm -hmm. you're having to kind of multitask your brain to watch, is somebody else going to engage? And are you doing a breakout room? And you know, how do I have to pivot um, during a, a conference call online when you're not maybe used to doing that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people have, I think we were pushing our limits at this, you know, since March, I was keeping track of the weeks. And now I'm like, whatever, it's just since March, right? <laughs> I don't like that too. I'm like, how long have we been in this? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, it's week 27. And I was like, is it or 26? I don't know. But, um, but you know, it, I think for us, you talk to so many people and I just want to get your opinion on what you're feeling from your clients and the people that you're talking to. How is it going and how's it going for you? through all this? I think that because I've been in business for, for so long, like 2004 was when I launched my first business and it was a marketing company. And since then I've 
course pirouetted quite a bit. Mm. Uh, but I think for me, I've learned that, and I've gone through like 2008, I remember having my son the same year, having a marketing company and just <laughs> going into the recession going, I had a plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there is no plan. It's gone. And I think that this year was the same way where I didn't, it didn't phase me as much, I guess, because I've already been through it mm -hmm. and I knew that I could bounce back from this. So it's really about growing thick skin and being resilient. And so my, my journey this year was I was, I was ready to be doing more professional speaking. I had gotten picked up by an international bureau and I was really making my way to doing more speaking gigs and had several booked across the country when the bottom fell out mm -hmm. <laughs> and and then i was hosting my social connect here and and it was because i host an event here i of course was getting picked up by some of my colleagues in here in arizona asking me to plan their events or to consult them so i was doing a lot with events and speaking and all of a sudden it was gone you know and and i really had to figure it out like I had to pivot and for me because I was um, I was able to transition to virtual which all of us are doing I've actually had so many speaking gigs over the course of 27 20 however many weeks we've been at this mm -hmm. that I ended up finding another path which was to be able to help people with their personal branding because I'm finding that so many people don't have one or they've deemed it a hot mess or don't know where to start and, and so it's, it's, um, it was, it was good to be able to say, you know what, I really love this aspect and I'm going to start doing this mm -hmm. like as, as a, as a result of it, of being able to help people who maybe have lost their job or, or who know they need to be standing out more in a crowd and, and being able to do that. And I would say that I'm, I think that if you've been through something like this before, it's a little bit easier for you to get back up off the floor for some, it might keep them down, but I really encourage people to you know, find those people that inspire them, you know, um, find those people that lift you up and keep things going in, in a positive manner. Like just, they're always motivating you to keep going. And that's everything I do, honestly, Melanie, from the live streams that I do, the success over struggle podcast, everything has that positive spin on it. Cause it's like, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're doing this. Well, and right? that, you, that's the thing, right? Let's encourage um, everyone. I think if you have, lost someone during COVID-19, if you've lost mm -hmm. a job, if you have had to move, if you um, are thinking about starting a business, like all of these things, right? And when they say, what's the biggest stressor points when you take these personality tests? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you've had any of these things happen to you in the last six to 12 months, then you are probably going to have to pivot or pirouette <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and do things differently or understand the stress level. Uh, is going to be there in your life. And so yes. I, I just think, you know, we, we've got to be able to take control and say, all right, so if I feel this way, you know, don't necessarily crawl into a hole and just continue to be isolated after you close your computer lid, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Get, uh, learn a new skill or find a new group or reach out to that one person that can give you value to, mm -hmm. to validate, right? To validate how you're feeling and just to validate your journey. And I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. And you, you touched on something too. I have signed up for so many different courses throughout COVID because one thing that you can never stop doing is learning, mm -hmm. like learning new skills and 
broadening your horizons and meeting new people. I mean, I have met so many people globally, you know, through Zoom and through LinkedIn and just being connected that it's, it's, you're right. Like the whole world is still functioning. You just have to be a part of it. So as you mentioned, not crawling into a hole and saying this too shall pass. I'll wake up when we're done. (laughs) No, you get right in and you, and you keep going with it. Mm -hmm. I think it's so hard. And, and for people like us, and I'm thinking about this just because of our why and contribute, you know, what are you thinking about what's next for you? You know, you've got all of these kind of levels that you've, you've been doing with successfully. What is, what's your hope to kind of in the next five years, what do you see for, for you and the podcast and the whole company? Yes. Well, you know, I really identified a friend asked me a couple years ago, if you could be doing anything, anything, you know, what are you doing? And she's like, I'll give you two, two options. <laughs> uh, Cause I know you like to do a few things. And, and I, and I just, I was immediately, and it really helped me with getting clear on my vision and that clarity. Um, and I said, speaking and mentoring, those are the things that I love to do. You know, mm-hmm. if it, if it involves lives or video or podcasting, like, I went to school, Melanie, I'm not sure if I mentioned this to you, but I went to school for broadcast journalism Mm -hmm. and, and I was, I was destined to be the next Connie Chung. In fact, I went through high school and people were like, that's the Connie Chung, like that's her, you know, and, and, and it just, it makes me laugh because that was another pivot for me in my journey of when I got to my senior year, taking a different route, still finishing with the degree but learning about business and marketing and advertising and then starting a company a few years after I graduated. And the part that makes me laugh now is how it's come so full circle and I still get to do things that I love Mm -hmm. that would have involved my career before, my Mm -hmm. career choice of interviewing, podcasting, being on live streams, being on camera. Um, So I'm excited about what the future holds because I feel like I'm already doing the things that I love and it's just going to get bigger and better. And I'm just going to keep growing, you know, I'm just going to get stronger at this. Um, so speaking internationally, uh, still mentoring, I do quite a bit of business mentoring. And this year, again, David and, um, and Dan stepped up and sponsored my startup business grant. So on my birthday, September 15th, it happens to fall on tax day, of course, estimated tax day. (laughs) I decided I decided to kick up my startup business grant again and give it again. So every year I plan on doing this on my birthday and giving somebody else the gift of starting their business. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. And the woman that, that got it, that received it this year is out of the UK and she recently lost her job in COVID, but I could just tell through her application and through speaking to her that she had such a heart of wanting to help people and do good things and build a business and control her own destiny. And I was like, I can stand behind that every day, every day, helping people do that. And, uh, so that was, that was my big standout moment this year of, you know what, nobody else has given a grant on their birthday. I'm going to start it. <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, and that is really about expanding your mind and saying, well, what, where's the gap? Right. What Mm -hmm. else can I do to kind of leave this legacy, but to give back and add value and contribute bigger to the world and and make this impact that we all show up and we say, is there anything that I can do? Well, I don't know. And I think sometimes, you know, you have to journal and you have to get with the inner circle and you have to think, well, what if I did? How would that change somebody else's life? And that's exactly what you're doing. You're living that dream. 
I am. I am. And I'm doing that in a couple of different ways. Um, you mentioned leaving a legacy and I've written a few books and this past year in February, it just hit my two year anniversary of when my latest book came out Mm -hmm. and it's on Amazon. It's also on audible. And I decided for 52 weeks, I was going to write another story of my life and a rule of lesson. And my books, people have asked me about, you know, you should become a bestseller. And I said, you know what? My purpose in writing the book was to leave this for my kids, mm-hmm. honestly, to leave the stories for my kids. And so this has been a really great challenge for me over the course of, of this year of every Monday, religiously, consistently showing up and writing a story and tying it to a lesson in my life that my kids are starting to see it and they're going to see it and other people's kids are going to see it. (laughs) And that's, that's been the greatest gift for me because through my storytelling and the lessons that I've learned, people are sending me direct messages going, wow, that really resonated with me. And I really love this, you know, and I love that you're doing this for your children. It's so important. Uh, I don't know if you know, Tracy Morrow and uh, do you know Tracy Morrow? I don't. I'm going to connect you to her because (laughs) she did this whole 50 and 50 to 50, same Mm -hmm. kind of theme and was on Instagram. And, and what an impression though, it made every single week when she would say, okay, here's another lesson for my kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this whole idea of, you know, if something were to change, all the lessons that you've learned, we always say, gosh, if I would have known then what I know now, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is creating that legacy to say, here, learn it a little bit faster. And you hear it from your perspective, which is your family inner circle, which is Uh huge for people. And sometimes we just go through the motions and we like, oh, the kids are getting it, right? They hear me every day talk about it, Mm. but not really, right? So this is a great way, a great idea for people to you know, even think about for their own families. Oh, I, I recommend it, you know, because think about it. It's great journaling. It's great way to celebrate your wins or to reflect on something that happened in your life. And of course, what did you take away? Because as we all know, there's a lesson in everything we go through. And, you know, I remember my eight-year-old daughter just a few months ago coming into my office, Melanie, and saying, I just watched your rule of life lesson today, and then asking me if her kids will be able to watch it. And of course, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm crying. And I did, I did a, I did a convo in my Camry, you know, I do these video series on Fridays on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is what it means to leave a legacy when your daughter asks if her kids can watch it. And I was like, your kids and your, their kids and their kids, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's really what touched me because I said, this is why I'm doing it. It's, you know, it's awesome that every other person can read this and, you know, come to me, but it's important to me that my kids have a piece of me, you know, and they, they can always take my stories. They can always take your stories. And that's so important. And when you do your why <laughs> and you are a contributor, yes. <laughs> That's the key, right? But you're stepping into it. It's not just knowing the information. It's using what you know. And that's why I love you. (laughs) Because (laughs) I was like, oh, David, thank you for introducing us. Because that is what we need to do to encourage people is you can learn all you want to. You can get on these free library cards right now and, and learn all these skills and then use them to contribute back into the world. That's Mm -hmm. what we're challenging you to do. That's what we're challenging you to do. Mm-hmm. 
That's right. <laughs> oh, my friend, my friend, I am so uh, just honored, first of all, that you have spent so much time with us tonight. And really taking us on a brief uh, talk about your journey and the things that you're doing. I cannot wait to connect you uh, to the audience in, in such a bigger way. And I know we talked a little bit about before the show, you know, the 50 and 50 is it's kind of a club. And so <laughs> there's so many things that we're going to be able to to really do together. And I appreciate you and, and all all that you're standing for and helping people with success over their struggles. And uh, it's it's so critical today. Thank you, Melanie. It was a pleasure being here, and I very much enjoyed sharing the stories with you. Oh, please tell us, Tisha, how can people find you on social media and on your websites? Tell us about sure, that. Sure, sure. Well, my website, plain and simple, it's tishamarie.com. So just my first name and middle name. And um, I love LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. That's the platform I choose to be on most often. And so linkedin.com slash in slash Tisha Marie Pelletier, just my full name is how people can connect with me there. And I always am up for a virtual latte, which is my version of a Zoom call <laughs> to get acquainted with people because I'm more about the connection. We talked about, you know, followers and having like massive amounts of followers. And I don't, that's never really been my thing, Melanie. It's mm -hmm. more about the, the, the quality over the quantity and really diving in and, and getting to know people that are responding and resonating with things that I'm putting out in the world. Mm -hmm. So Ugh, yeah, so important. You have my heart. And you know, as I tell all of my leaders, you are absolutely one of the everyday leaders that is on your path to change the world. And that is just it fills my heart. So I love oh. you. I thank you <laughs> so much for just being you and encouraging people. And, and, and I want everybody to go to successoverstruggle.com to follow the podcast and connect to Tisha, have a latte and uh, and really start to do those steps to change your world. Thank you, Melanie. This has been a Joe Studios production.